Yeah, man, we 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 going for it. We going for it. And uh, my bad. I think this is one last thing that I think is super important for for anyone listening. Um, I don't think you have this issue, but for any folks out there who are feeling stuck or feeling like they're not sure what they which way they're going and whatnot. For me personally, and I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life whatsoever, um, but I needed to find better balance in my life. So whatever can help you find your balance, go for that. And I think you'll be much happier and you'll be feeling productive. And what I mean by balance is the balance of feeling scared and feeling like you're progressing is, I think, what you need in life. And we're back. Uh, first time doing a show in a while. Just got back from my New York trip. Um, I haven't done a show lately on uh, through the web. So I like doing these. It's fun, easy. Well, let me introduce you. Sorry about that. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Escape from San Francisco podcast. Uh, my guest today has his own podcast called 34. You can find him on Instagram. You can find him on Spotify, uh, wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Uh, he has really dope shows. Um, I was on his show before, and he's just a really great person and asks really great, like, interesting questions that make you think really really make you think and and it, you, some i was surprised by some of the responses i had i was like damn you know i could go that deep but that being said he's a really cool person i'm glad to have him on the show today and um i hope everyone enjoys this episode how you doing doing good man uh i want to i want to thank you for having me on uh it was great that we connected on, on my podcast i'm glad you know i could be a guest on yours you know just it's uh, one thing I heard about, uh, you know, professional podcasters, I, we're professionals now, but um, it's all about networking and, you know, supporting each other as far as, you know, uh, creating that content and getting the word out. So I'm really happy to be here uh, and I'm super curious your, for your questions for me, you know, <laughs> call this episode 34 Answers, you know. <laughs> I should. Uh, that was a great one. No, I... I don't have 34 questions for you. That I'm be honest with you about that. But um, I do want to talk about your journey and how you became a podcaster and how has the experience been for you so far? For sure, man. Um, experiences has been bananas. Uh, I I can't you know be more gracious and for for everyone's support for all the folks that kind of just said hell yeah I'm down to be a guest because honestly that was probably one of the first things I was worried about or one thing I had to get over when I was starting was just getting over that fear of rejection. Um, cause you know, you just, I'm the kind of person who's done, a, tried to do a lot of things in my life. And at that point, you know, I had all these thoughts of like, Oh, I hope this isn't just another thing. People are like, Oh, that's just, you know, whatever he's doing at the moment, he's not serious about it. So that was one of my fears. And as far as reaching out to people, and uh i was able to just be like no fuck it i must <laughs> my bad uh you could bleep that out uh but that's no, uh, all good it's all good don't worry about it yeah yeah uh, i was like fuck it i'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to everybody on my list on my friends list on instagram and, and facebook and then people just started saying yeah i'm down 
and like the more people that said they were down the more energy i was getting um but yeah that i would say that's that's how it's been that's how it's felt if you're asking about how it all started uh it was actually i think a lot of, what, what, what feels so great about it is that it feels like it's all the stuff that's ever happened in my life building up to this moment um and as the more i do the podcast the more these these things just kind of uh appear to they come into realization so for instance uh one thing is i like i told you about i had a project i was working on a couple years ago called hella hungry um and i can't say that it made any money uh people always ask me all the time what is it it was a clothing line but since i'm not business minded i basically was like i can't call it that so uh it's a project that i worked on i put a lot of money into it made a lot of mistakes, um, bought all this camera gear, spent a lot of time photo editing, um, you know, getting my graphic design on and video editing. Um, for what though? Like at the time it wasn't really amounting to much. And uh, it got to a point where it really felt like, well, this isn't working out. And it wasn't my first thing. My, my very first dream was to be a rapper that I held on to for such a long time. And I, I kind of let go because I was like, uh, I'm not big on self-promotion. That's a big thing in hip hop. So I was like, I got to let that go. That's not my lane. Jumped into Hella Hungry clothing brand and then kind of faltered and also was like, maybe this isn't for me, uh, which the quarantine kind of like had me in those thoughts and in that mindset to be like, what is it that I'm really going to be doing? Because um, I, was, I was also 30 years old, uh, turned 31 this year. And it, it really felt like, you know, time time was running out. <laughs> I know people say that's that, that's not what the case is. But for me, it really felt like, you know, I got to if I'm going to do something, I better like really get serious about it right now. Um, so, yeah, like that because of all the, the stuff I did for Hella Hungry, I had all this gear and all these skills to kind of like jump into this podcast um, and like, yeah, I'm. Sorry, I went on a tangent, but uh, no worries. Uh, no feel worries. free to d direct a little more um, as far as where I can go with it. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, you explained it as well as like anyone can. Like that's kind of like how I started the podcast too. I was very nervous and and just scared of reaching out and the support from the community building. You know from scratch just starting a, a instagram a podcast instagram and meeting so many great people and organizations and being able to network and and do things in the community whether it's outreach events whether it's going to um, events where they're selling things or, or or just going to events where you're you know just meeting new people for the first time or actually meeting people in person and with covid and everything i know it's been hard but this year, with, with everyone getting vaccinations and everything, you know, clearing up a little bit more than it was, um, meeting people that you met online, just meet them in person, it was re been a really cool experience as well. But like you said, getting to that age, like I'm almost 32. I, I, uh, I mean, 30 years old. I turned 29 this year. And so, like, I felt that. I know that feeling like that, that feeling of just like, oh, shit, like it's time is getting shorter right like it feels like you need to like find a lane or you need to find something that you're you're trying to do even though that 
it's no different than what it was five years ago, right? I had that same feeling when mm. I was 25. I felt like I need to get hurry up and figure out what I'm going to do in my career. But I was just finishing college and I needed to find out. I needed to get a career. I needed to do this. I needed to do that. And I realized, man, I, I didn't, I put too much pressure on myself and I didn't do what I wanted to do. And I just tried to do what I felt was expected of me. And that kind of hurts. Mm. I wish I could go back and just not give up on what I was trying to do at that time and, and actually did it with more effort and emphasis on knowing that it takes time. You have to put in time to get to find success. And I wanted a quick, I wanted quick success, overnight success. And it was never going to happen for me that way. And so I don't try to approach things that way anymore. I try to make sure that if I'm going to do something, it's going to be for a while before I even get it. Like before I had that mindset of like, oh, I could, I could learn this easy. I could do this super fast. It's not going <laughs> to take me that long, right? Now, real as I'm older now, I'm, I, I hope I'm more mature, but I've realized that like things take me a while. Like it just doesn't happen. Like it's, I know it's going to take me a while to get things and it's frustrating, but like that's just reality. And so I got to see it for what it is and and not to be complacent on on just like things that you can't control. So, I mean, it's life. No doubt, man. Uh, and, you know, honestly, you had talked about five years ago feeling like you already had that that feeling inside of you. You know, for me, I can't honestly say that like the past the past uh, decade from my 20, 20 years old to 30 years old. Right. That that age range, I really felt like I felt like being lazy, which I was for all those years. I felt like, you know, going through like different stages, doing different experiences and all that stuff, which I did. Um, but I never felt like I needed to figure it out or I was like, I'm on my way to figuring it out. And everything that I did, any mistake I was doing, it felt like I was, I call it the rubber band effect or slingshot theory where like it was just pulling me further and further back. But as soon as I figured things out, like I know that I would let go and, you know, move to something bigger. Um, which I feel like now, now I'm kind of in that stage where that's that's what's happened. Like I I, I pulled my myself way back, but now because for whatever reason I had this irrational belief that you know I'm gonna make it. Uh, so yeah, not letting go, and I feel like it's gonna take time, but I'm definitely feel like I'm on the right track with something, and a lot of that comes from people like you and my other guests who who've come on. And tell me, you know, they've had a great experience and, you know, really makes me feel like I'm doing something right. Uh, and why, why stop? I can't, I can't let go. So, no, yeah. I mean, that sounds like something that I think a lot of people need to reach at a certain point in their life to understand where they're at. I mean, being young, we're still technically, we're still young, right? Even though it don't feel like that sometimes. <laughs> But we are really young still, and we're barely on like the pinnacle or like the brink of entering a career. Even though we might have been in one for like a few years, we're still at the beginning of it. On, we're still like new to our craft, whatever it might be. And in your twenties, for at least for me, at least in my early twenties, my head was way too big. I thought I knew it all. I thought I could get anything I needed to do. Like I thought I could just do it. Like I had this confidence 
that was just arrogance and like not in not in a not like in a like in a way where um like come off like a douchebag or anything like that but just i just had a confidence in myself that i could just get things done and do what i need to do or i could accomplish whatever i want to accomplish like i just had like this just uh naive uh mindset or just like naive uh perception of what life was at the time and i because i kept everywhere i I came from i've been you know passing like little small hurdles and so like i just everything was just like always going like good even though i had my failures i was still making progress in my life from where i came from and so it wasn't until i it wasn't until after i graduated from college that reality set in and it was like oh real world the real world starts like it's like it's not college like college is like you have opportunities to fail over and over and over again and you're still going to be okay we're in the real world like you might not even get opportunity to go into the field that you want to go into and that was a reality check for me especially graduating uh with the criminal justice degree i didn't go i didn't necessarily do what i intended to do when i grad what i set out for college for in the first place and i'm thankful for that now but and at the like it was depressing i was like what the heck i did everything right i thought i did i went to go take all the tests i needed to do to become a probation officer um and i just could not catch a break i could not just break through and get to a point where i could achieve my goals and then I realized life doesn't work that way and things happen for a reason and you go in different paths. And so my path took a crazy turn for the best. And now I'm I'm doing something else different. Now in my thirties I when I hit my thirties, I'm wondering like, what's the next stage? Like what's gonna happen next? Like am I gonna am I gonna take a different career path? Like like this is that's what I like. Like I don't I'm up for anything. But I'm trying to approach it a different way. I'm trying not to be naive about it at the same time and realize that I don't have everything figured out and I'm not this, the brightest person ever. So like, I just want to make sure that I learn from everyone and try to do my best to help in the end. And so I kind of learned that from just talking to so many different people, especially doing this podcast. Like, How many podcasts have you done so far? Um... I think it's been eighty. Damn, that's a uh, that's been. When did you November. start? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you February. Uh, and you February. done eighty podcasts already? Yeah, and a lot of them, like we were talking about, is just in the stock. So there are fifty something released on YouTube and Spotify, um, but the rest are gonna be rolling out in the summer. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, in in the beginning, man. Like I think my my record for one week when uh. I was a week off from work, so I, I tried to schedule as much as I could before I knew my limits, before I knew my limits, which is important. But uh, I did 10 in one week as far as like, uh, and the max in a day was four. So I had like back to back you, to you back don't, to back. You don't get burned <laughs> out? Interviews one day. Well, so I would say by the fourth one, I was feeling a little burnt out. But, you know, I'm... If if I could space them out more, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't I haven't tried to space them out like, you know, two hours. It was always like thirty minutes in between, which really burnt me out. Uh, I do want to try a day where I space them out a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I would say I could do two a day before I start really feeling like, 
oh man, like here comes another person, uh, which I don't want to feel that way, right? It really lessens the quality if the energy is not right and, and my mind's not right. So I was like, I can't try to do three in a day anymore. It's at max, max out of two. You're a legend so. for that. That's You're putting in a lot of work. I don't <laughs> know if people, if you never hosted your own podcast, even if they're not long, even if they're a 10 minute, 15 minute podcast, there's a lot of work that goes into it, especially if you want quality. It's like, Having to be prepared, having to schedule guests, having to, um, you know, follow through with it and be in the right state of mind when you're actually doing the podcast, making sure that you're asking relevant questions and and having a good conversation. And also that comes the editing part, getting the file, reducing the file sizes. You're using a crispy ass camera. So like your file sizes are really large. I can already tell (laughs) with the 1080p 4K camera. You're going to have large files and then having to edit that down and then to condense that all and then to put it out there, post it on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it might be. There's a lot of work in just that. And so, damn, that's that's what's up. That's you're grinding. Um, and to do 80 podcasts, you must have learned a lot, like a lot, like how to do it and and learned a lot by yourself and and how to become a better like interviewer yeah man i um i mean as far as the things i've learned being a better interviewer i think for for me i've always kind of been a questioning person uh so that that helped that kind of flows with my natural state uh just asking questions i think i have a lot of ums i have a lot of you knows and all the fillers still because I, I I am an overthinker, so if there's ever like a point where I'm like, uh, then I'm be like, uh, you know, just to to get my mind rolling. So that still happens. Um, right there. I don't even edit those out but, uh, anymore because I'm just like that's just part of the way I talk. I used to edit all those out because I was so self conscious about it, but I didn't even care anymore. Dude, so I was self conscious too, but I listened to a lot of uh, radio hosts and podcasts and stuff. So I hear them say um, and I'm like. If they're not tripping, why should I be tripping? It's a little more natural, uh, but I can also tell like when it it gets a little too much. Like for me, I listen back to my podcast, I, I count them, and then honestly, I want my <laughs> I, I got to find out which guest is cool. But the next time a guest comes on, I have to be like, yo, if I say um or anything, just just like you know, make a clap clap or something, uh, just so it's like a penalty for me and it gets stuck in my head not to do it. Just because I think, you know, professional, professional mm-hmm. level, you want to get up there, you have to kind of work on the fillers. Not all the time, but for me, if you if you've listened to my podcast, I feel like I do it way too much and I need to switch up. But uh, you, you asked about learning lessons. Yeah, man, uh, definitely got a bunch uh, doing it over time. And, you know, as far as like, right, like right now, one of the things is... I think you've seen my backdrop before. It was a bunch of 34s. And then now it's like a little more cleaned up. It has my logo and has extra stuff. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself, do I go back and re-edit those old ones? Because I could. And it would be a lot more uniform. <laughs> or like be the lazy me is like, yeah, I'll just leave them. And it kind of shows growth, you know, from what episodes used to be like to what they are now. It's a little more organic that way. Uh, I'm unsure what to do but uh right now i'm sticking to my gut and just letting letting it be something that shows growth and i don't have to worry about it and that's kind of like my philosophy with with stuff where 
I think I could do something better, but I've already released an episode and I'm like, do I really need to fix that one just so it can keep up with the new ones or just, you know, worry about the next episode, add that feature or add that extra effect on that next one and move, keep it moving. Um, so I, I'm really, which could be a bad thing, but I'm trusting my gut with a lot of these decisions. Um, I'm not, I didn't start off as professional at the moment. I don't really have a mentor, but um, so everything has been like a gut feeling and of, of how to do things, which is a good and bad thing. Um, but it's working out for me as far as uh, editing. I would say editing is the longest part of my process uh, <laughs> from from recording to getting it on YouTube. Easy. From recording to getting it on IGTV. And now I'm I'm focusing on getting it to like that. Try to make it digestible in that portrait size because that's what they tell you to do. Uh, that that is taking a long time, and I, I'm I got to get my flow with it. But right right now at this moment, it takes me about maybe 30 minutes per 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 episode, uh, and I'm trying to get that down to like 15. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's uh, the only the thing like right now. with when you're editing and trying to put it to a certain platform. Like yeah, YouTube is really a easy sim- simplistic. Um, uh, like website where you're able to like just upload it to it and they'll take care of it from there you don't have to really worry about it too much on instagram you have to worry about the file size you can't have anything larger than 3.6 uh, gigabytes you have to make sure that it's within the the framing if you want to put it that way however you want to do it and so um i do notice that i like getting engagement on instagram like depending it really depends on the time of day and stuff like where if you release it too early in the morning, you might not get seen by people and just get recycled out. If you release it too late in the day, same thing. Um, just all about finding that sweet spot for you, what works what works and stuff, and being able to get guests to repost it for you and stuff like that, because that really helps, because there are people that follow them can see like, oh, they were on a podcast, maybe I'll listen to it, because it, it, it takes a lot of effort to get um, things out there and notice and stuff and so sometimes i'll give videos that like get seen by a lot of people sometimes i hardly get any views and so it's just to stay confident in it and be okay with the work you've done um at the end of the day i don't do it for all that i do it because i like it and i enjoy it and i want people to enjoy it as well so if five people see it or a hundred people see it it doesn't matter to me as long as someone gets some enjoyment out of it and so that's where i'm at at the moment but i would like to get more engagement and being able to uh, take it to a next level or take it to uh, like a higher level because I feel like that's that'd be really that's like the ultimate goal for I guess for podcasters to get to that that point where you have a, a growing community that's like supportive of your podcast and stuff and it becomes like something they look forward to listening to or who's the next guest going to be or whatever it might you know if you put out merchandise if they would like to support your your channel that way and buy merchandise or whatever it might be um so that those are like ideas or things i think about you know in the future right now i'm doing all kinds of things so i'm not really hyper focused on that i just i just wanted to build community and i i didn't know that at the time when i was started the podcast but as i've grown and as i've been doing this for since um october i realized that 
Yes, this is exactly what I wanted was to build community and build friendships and 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 grow from there. Uh, it's hard to grow on on social media. It's like it's like I, it's hard. I have a hard time growing on on YouTube. I have a hard time growing on, on all them. And so, it's it's like sometimes it becomes like ah, I don't even want to do. You know, you don't want to even put in the work because you're just like I did all that work and and I really anything get get you know seen or whatever it might be and so you're just like ah, is it even worth it anymore like should i change it up should i change the days i release should i you know whatever it might be but at the end of the day you just gotta keep uh you know working on your flow your workflow and being able to just make high quality content and that's what i'm trying to focus on like I was telling you earlier, I'm not trying to focus on like the quantity so much, but just the quality of it and making sure people are able to uh, digest it and like what they see, you know, like something where it, it comes off where it engages the, the viewer and it, it wants them to click on more or even eventually ask questions or that's whole, that's my whole goal is to get people to like reach out. And I haven't got that as much as I would like, but that's my goal is to get people to reach out and ask more questions. What about you? Interesting. Like, oh, oh, uh, oh, oh my bad. I was actually going to ask you, you, you wanted people to engage like more with you and ask questions to contribute to your podcast or just more Both. questions like, to get to know the podcast? I would love for more podcast. engagement like on certain videos and just, mm. just ask, you know, just whatever, just feedback. You know, I, I would love, to, I see people view it. I just would love to see, you know, what, what they think of it, good or bad. Um, I haven't had, luckily I haven't had any like criticism mm -hmm. or anything like that yet, but I know it has to be. So like, I would love for someone if they, they didn't find, they didn't like what they're seeing or whatever. I would love to just let me know like the reason why, or just what, what part. And so, because I want to be able to become better at this and I can't become better if I don't have that sort of criticism, not in a, in a mean rude, you know, coming off type of way, but like in a way where it just valid criticism to whatever I'm trying to do because no one's perfect and I want to make sure that I'm able to put the best quality out there uh, and in a way where people or everyone can enjoy it and I try to be fair when I do my podcasts and stuff and I just try to be myself I'm not trying to do anything other you know if someone doesn't like it I mean I, I'll try to be better <laughs> I mean I'll try to be better at certain things but I, at the same time, I don't know if, it, yeah. if I'm doing that yet you know so the, that's kind of hard it's like am i doing good or is it just like no one really cares <laughs> like is people are just not paying attention yeah. yeah man i mean i think a lot of it is awareness like you know people don't not enough people know about your podcast i, I think mm -hmm. eventually at some point you're gonna want to think about promotion right and um having the algorithms out there, if you pay for it, will we'll go into your favor a little bit. Uh, I know that's how a lot of folks do it. For for me, as far as engagement and viewers and all that stuff, I really try not to look at the numbers at all, <laughs> which is really hard because I still do once a day at least, just to see if any if anybody like ha you know viewed it or you know downloaded or subscribed. I, I do, and I hate it. I, that's something I need to work on as far as because because I know in my heart it's not about that stuff for me um, like of course I, I would want this to hopefully like self-sustain my lifestyle but if it doesn't 
it's still something I would want to do just because I think of, you know, life and stuff as, as trying to give back. Right. And the past 20, not 20, past 10 years of like failure for me uh, was because I wasn't giving back and I wasn't doing anything for the people, even though I've been telling myself like, that's what I'm about. That's what I want to do. But I had no action towards it. Uh, this podcast is, is going to be the thing for me because I feel like on for, for me, there there are reasons why I do it for, for myself, but for for the most part, it's for, for everybody else. Like in my mind, what keeps me going if nobody watches is that I think of it as like, this is something that me and this person have a connection over with. Like, um, and for me, it's, I try to make it all about them for the most part, unless they're they're struggling with the questions that's when i'll kind of like you know give my my answer a little bit so they can see that how much to open up space mm -hmm. i guess that's an interview skill not sure but that's one thing that i, I try to do um but i want the episode to be about them uh, for if anything and so if that that happens then now they have like this video diary of like you know somebody's ch chatting up with them and you know, it's a little time capsule. Like I'm, I think I mentioned to you before on my podcast, but yeah, it's, it's really for them. That's what I enjoy about it. It doesn't feel like me trying to be a rapper, which I felt like was very ego driven. Um, me creating a clothing line, which I didn't intended it. Intent, I wanted to be a message, but it ended up being a part of my ego as well, just cause I was just associated with it and people thinking I'm like, Oh, you got really love it. Now, um, which I didn't like either. But 34 questions in my mind, and I can feel secure and comfortable moving forward in my life, is for other people. And I don't necessarily need to get paid for it because it's what I love to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to, but it's not it's not going to ever stop me. If, like, no one ever watches this, it's cool uh, or watches my podcast. Uh, it's cool because I know that person who came on will eventually watch it. And that feeling of watching it again is is pretty priceless, you know, like because um, you see yourself, your younger self and, you know, your relatives and future generations can see it. Um, I think, yeah, I think like, you know, it's time or money. And I, I feel like and it, it's an exchange because one of my guests told me like you at whichever journey you're on and like interviewing all these people you're not going to realize how much it's going to enrich your life and your personality and your perspective. And I'm like, damn, you're right. Like, <laughs> you know, just being open and having these conversations or hearing these other stories. It's just like, it, it's a two way conversation of where me and my guests, we both kind of invest time in each other. Um, which, you know, is, it's, no, it's I've, dope, I've man. Seen, so I've, uh, I've been on yeah. your podcast and I see the way that you structure it and your way that you're able to, uh, get the best out of people that come on as far as and it's like it happens in an organic way because the way your format is set up is that you have your guests pick a question like a number that's a question that's like a pre-question that you have already so you're not just asking random questions i mean you're not forcing these random questions on people they're picking them right so it happens upon chance that they come across a question that might be really deep and informative that they would never known that they'll be asked that, you know, it, that's where I liked it. Like it was very intriguing to me and it was something that like, 
yeah, it's just not like something that you ask all the time. It's like not something that you're just looking for the right time to ask. It's something that just happens organically. And that right there is a step up from a lot of other podcasts that I see. Because there's, as podcasts has gone, like, gain pop, like, popularity, uh, get very popular lately over the past couple of years. Um, podcasts before, you know, like a long time ago, they were, they're very enjoyable, but they're very, like, organic type of feeling you know it wasn't really like they really didn't have any sponsors or anything like that it wasn't really corporate wasn't really in them yet so now you're seeing all these podcasts that are popping up that they have like money backing them like they have corporate money backing them they have really huge sponsors and they're very like you know how they're very like like structured in a way where they don't want to say anything that will affect the money that's coming in or the people that are actually paying them and i noticed that when i listen to several podcasts i'm just like yeah like they really are not being themselves and that's what i loved about podcasts it was actually listening to people be themselves and it just it's going on to like it's becoming like commercialized where it's like they're not genuine anymore it's like some of them are really forced they're really fake or they're very outlandish like they try to say the most wild stuff on there or they or they try to they try not to like cuss at all or they try to not to do certain things because you know it's just or say certain topic they can't talk about certain topics because of, of their sponsorship or whatever it might be or they don't want to offend the, the the base that they have already and so you see that with some people and that puts me off so much and I, do, I won't listen to it no more i don't know if you if you listen to a lot of podcasts if you understand what i'm, what I'm saying it's like there's like the still the smaller podcasts are just still very genuine and real and that's something that you cannot replicate yeah no 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 doubt and i I agree with you that i i think there's there's these networks now podcast networks that like you know pick up the indie artist you know and be like you know be a part of our network but you gotta kind of like follow these rules or whatever but we'll pay you good but you just gotta follow these rules uh which which is definitely different i i i can't say i listen to enough podcasts to feel like you know it's not entertaining anymore or or it's it just feels forced i don't know I haven't felt that. So I, I don't think I listen to, to enough podcasts to feel like things are forced. And as much as I would love to like listen, I have a lot of guests who have their own podcasts and I would love to support them in some way, some, some fat, some fashion, but, but it's also hard if like you're a podcaster and you do want to like create the content um, before, like it, for me, it's just like a time crunch that I haven't been able to bounce out yet. Like when can I, you know, support a friend's podcast and like go through a whole episode and, you know, do all that stuff. I haven't figured out that balance for myself yet. Um, so yeah, like all the indie podcasts out there, I wish I I could listen to you guys right now. Um, but I just haven't at the moment, not, not saying I never will, but I, I, I need to find it basically. So to answer your question, I don't think I'm aware enough to know, one person that I feel like a lot of people have told me has changed was is the Joe Rogan podcast. Just since he came to Spotify, it's a whole different tone, which 
I didn't start listening to Joe Rogan until he was on Spotify. And people are all like, oh, you missed all the good stuff. And I'm like, I thought it was still good. I thought it was still entertaining. Uh, but I, since I didn't have anything to compare it to. Yeah, it was I like, mean, it changed oh, in, you know, in different uh, ways. I, I mean, it new, depends, so. too, like on people's political leanings, because that could say a lot, too, on far as far as like in which ways has he changed. Um, and I think when I used to listen to it like a long time ago, when I first started college, that was like one of the first podcasts I got into. And I really did like. Now, all the craziness that was happening on there, him, I've, I've learned about so many comedians because of the Joe Rogan podcast. And some of my favorite comedians today is I found them on there. And then also listening to some of like the biggest names, it was like, it was hella cool. You know, like that was like, that was a thing. And that's what, that's what inspired me to make my own podcast one day. Cause I was always talking about like, I want to start a podcast. I want to start a podcast. Like I've always, but for years and years and years, always talked about it. I always tried and failed. I just never went through with it. And I think that he has changed in, in several ways for good and for better. And once you secure that bag, you, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You got a hundred million dollars to just do podcasts. Like it's, it's insane. Like I can't even imagine like what that might be like just to do podcasts. Like that's, that's insane. Um, that being said, yeah, I don't really listen to his podcast anymore at all. Like I really don't, I don't remember the last time I have, I do listen to a lot of other ones now that are like some of them are kind of like similar to what he his style used to be one of them is lex friedman uh, he's very similar to what joe rogan used to be back in the day and he's just someone that's very inquisitive very intelligent um studied at mit taught at mit and just someone that's just like a brilliant mind that gets on like really interesting unique people and asks really great questions and just it's a three hour long YouTube show. Basically his podcast is like a, a YouTube show and I will, I watch it. Like I love watching podcasts, like YouTube show styles. I really, there's only a few podcasts I'll listen to that are on Spotify. There's audio only. I'm more of like, I love watching shows. And so that for me, the biggest thing was like when I had mine was like, I didn't want to do audio only. I wanted to do like video as well. Like I like doing both. But I'd rather do a video. I, I like more of the show type of feel and do it in a Joe Rogan style, which I like I say, that's a style is like open, you know, just a dialogue and stuff, not like really scripted or anything like that. And I know people have their styles and it's fine, but that's just like the style I like. Um, and so I do take a lot of like inspiration from that. But there's other people that I actually like watch and, and see now and some of the old guard, I like, just don't just don't care about anymore just don't actually follow but i mean he's still very popular i mean it's not like that changed he still gets a lot of views he still gets a lot of people engagement and stuff but one of the ones that i really do enjoy now is um bobby <laughs> lee bobby lee's pocket tiger belly podcast and i he's one of my favorite comedians and him and his um girlfriend and i think he has like he has like a whole team and their setup is really cool like they have his the way they have it set up, like major podcasts now, they have a producer in there and they also have another person. So they have a producer and I guess they have like a sound person or whatever it might be. And they usually, the, all the big podcasts have that. And so they have that. They have the live camera feeds going in there. Um, they do like a live show sometimes or they have the show and they put, upload immediately to like YouTube and stuff. So hmm. they have a whole team behind it. And the way Tiger Belly set up is that they have like four cameras. So they have a camera on each one. So they have a camera on the producer, camera on the guests, or if they have multiple guests, they have camera on both the guests. So usually four screens. 
And then when someone says something really important, they could just they'll go to like one screen only. And I just love the way they do all that. And to me, that's like a great quality about like shows and stuff. Are there any local uh, podcasts that you really enjoy now that you would like to shout out or people that have been on your your podcast that you like to shout out? Oh man, uh, there's so many, and I'm afraid I'm going to 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 miss miss out on people. Uh, damn, man, putting me on the spot. But uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, of course, you guys should check out uh, Escape from San Francisco podcast. Uh, there's also the uh, Pick Your Brain podcast, uh, Shmoney Talks podcast, um, the damn Mike D. Oh, the Blasey Blah podcast. Those are all like folks that I know came on to the show. Uh, one of my guests actually has a Irish, the Irish NFL show um, out in Ireland. If you guys like, if you guys are Irish and you want to support your Irish folks uh, watching the NFL, go check them out as well. Uh, yeah, man, I, I know there's more, and I feel bad that I don't, I can't remember everybody off the off the top of my head. Um, no, I'm but, sorry for putting on a spot yeah, like that, but no, uh, you, you've done like 80 episodes, so you <laughs> yeah. probably have like 40 people that have podcasts and stuff. So now you're good. It's, you're good. There's a lot of that going on. Who are usually your guests, and how do you find them? Yeah, uh, my guests have been anybody, anybody, and everybody, which is on purpose. Uh, people ask me all the time what my audience is, and I'm saying it's whoever that folks, that person, whoever they're going to share that video to, that's pretty much the audience. Unless, you know, people who, who do like meeting new strangers and getting to know people's stories end up watching each podcast, and it's really meant for those folks. Uh, how do I find my guests? In the beginning, it was through social media, just reaching out to folks I knew when I felt a little more confident. I started reaching out to just random people, just D DMing you, uh, other podcasters around the Bay Area, just asking like, hey, you're a podcaster. I think you'd, you'd want to come on to another podcast just to chop it up. You already like to talk, uh, which not everybody's comfortable with. So finding other podcasters was, was a, I think, a, a good move. Um, and then it started, like, I started experimenting and doing other stuff, which was one I don't know if you ever heard of it called Wild Wildcast. Um, it's a sp like a social media platform specific for podcasters, uh, which was super helpful because that's when I really started reaching out to people. I had no idea. And the guests that I got from that have been like people where I did one dude was like the ex C CFO for Bally's Fitness and um, what's it called? A Crunch Fitness, which I was like, I, I, what I like is not knowing anything about them either until after the episode. And then I was like, oh, shit. But, you know, they were very down to earth, very, like, open to share their story. Um, but, yeah, like, that's just one guy. Um, a bunch of other folks have been, like, you know, different careers, a lot older, a lot, like, a lot more different experiences. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's been super awesome. Uh, I, I'm, I'm active on Reddit a little bit or a little bit more because of podcasting. They have a pod guest podcast exchange subreddit, which I'd recommend if you ever just want to like find someone for a specific topic. But you can reach out there and people will comment back and be like, hey, uh, I'm interested. And you got a guest right there. 
And then this new thing I've ch- tried out because of Reddit uh, is called the Casting Depot, which is like basically for actresses and actors and also production companies to put out their projects and is a way for them to kind of get connected on the site. Uh, I just set up a profile for 34 questions, wrote about what it's about, what kind of people I'm looking for, which isn't anything specific, but um, you could definitely specify who you're looking for to come on. Uh, and then they just apply. They apply to come onto the show. Uh, so, yeah, I, I feel bad because I don't have enough slots to, like, just give out. I, I'm scheduling month to month right now. And as soon as a month is filled up and I get more applications or more people that want to come on, I'm like, I'm sorry. Let me contact you when the next month opens up, which I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. Like, I don't know, for you, if you're a guest, you're like, oh, this guy, like, doesn't have a schedule down. Or it's like, oh, shit, like. You know, I really need to sign up next time there's an opportunity. So I don't know how people are are viewing it. Uh, not something I'm trying to worry about because there's always going to like what I'm finding is that since my podcast is really open to anybody, that means I, I don't have to feel the pressure of like maybe one person's just like, oh, he's not serious. I'm not going to participate like it's cool. Or I've had people canceled because after they watched it, they're like, it's not for me. Um, that's cool, too, because. Yeah, I can always just reach out in different forms, but those are no, the ways that I've been doing it. That's beneficial a you know, lot. Like I didn't even know any of that. Like honestly, all I was by like word of mouth or just asking people I knew from back home, and then meeting people out here, and then just asking on Instagram, just reaching out. I got a lot of people say yes, surprisingly, and so I was, I was good from there. I had people not re- 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 respond back, and then I had some people say no and it's all good i mean depending on what we're all trying to do it's like i understand try to respect everyone's time and stuff so i never bounce out i see wildcats all the time i see their um ads and stuff but like yeah i never went that route yet like i i was thinking maybe but i've been so busy that with (laughs) other things i just haven't had time to reach out more but i i eventually we get to that point like eventually you run out of people to interview and you would want to expand uh, San Francisco is not the biggest place. And so I don't know. That's just me though. But I, I always trying to look for people. Like if someone knew, if you know someone that's, that wants to be on a podcast or if you want to be on a podcast, I always say like, just let me know, like, let me know. And we'll go from there. Like I've always, I'm, I'm open. I'll, I'll try to interview as many people as I can as well. Like I'm always down for a cool conversation. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know if you ever looked it up. And I think by the time we first talked on my no. podcast, I hadn't. Um, do you know what the world record is for most people interviewed? There isn't one. Like, no one's claimed it. Uh, but so <laughs> in my mind, it's like, all right, well, if I can just get a crazy amount of people, I'm going to write to the Guinness World of Records and be like, yo, man, check out all the episodes I got and conversations and be like, this is the proof. Can I get this record? And that's all you really have to do is like have proof and then sign up for it and be like, oh, this record isn't in the books. Can you put this in, in on the H- database? How much are you looking to do? That would be kind of, of fucking, be kind of dope. And in my mind, it's like, let's go for it. <laughs> so I, I think right now, if I'm going to say it's six a week, so 24 a month, um let's say 25 just to keep around and there's what 
six more so i guess 100 100 more people uh that would 100 120 i I know i didn't do the math completely right but yeah around because i'm being realistic too a lot of people reschedule cancel things happen in the month of may i remember i was so hyped in the beginning and also kind of scared but i had like 51 people for for the month of may but then i would say only like 21 22 actually went through because uh, a lot of things were happening, graduations, and you know, this it's May, and you know things are kind of getting back to normal. So a lot of things popped up for folks. So 22, which is still a good number, um, but I'm, I think I'm going to be averaging about 20, 20 a month. And what I'm really excited for is to to try to get on other people's podcasts too. I think that's one big thing for any podcaster: just make a, a circuit. You know, like go reach out to other people's podcasts on the Reddit. Uh, thread for sure you'll find people looking for guests and you can just sign up and they'll be down to have you on which is exposure uh people get to know your story and yeah it helps all around man i just gotta it's like get used to <laughs> well that's one thing is i was never used to this whole like webcam conversation thing until i realized the trick for me was to put it at an angle where on my screen, it doesn't look like I'm just was, looking at myself. I was wondering. Oh, I, was, I was like, yeah. I have to do the angle yeah, too. Yeah, that's, so that's what's helped out. For that. uh, yeah. It, we'll see. It was about just having the confidence, <laughs> right, to just do this and yeah, yeah. to go ahead with it. It's really hard. Um, I'm not really big on self-promotion either. I'm not saying I don't. I'm not. I'm very extroverted, and I like being around people, so that's not hard for me. I, I don't mind having attention, but I don't like self-promoting and stuff like that like that to me it's just really hard it was like i try to be careful on how much i post and stuff like that i'm i people were telling me you got to post more like other people that were doing podcasts and stuff where that i was trying to learn from and they're like yo you got to post this mount you got to do this and that and i was like i don't want to post that much i don't want to do that you know like i don't want to I don't want to be annoying. You know, I don't want to be annoying on social media. I don't want people to like see I post too much and so they don't follow me. And so that's kind of hard too. Like I look at people following and unfollowing and like for a while when I was first started, I was just like, oh no, two people don't follow me. What did I do wrong? You know, like just stuff like that. And then I just realized like I got to let that go because I have no control over that. And so you just got to be, just do you and do the best you can. Like whatever happens, happens. And so... I just had to go back to that and then just be comfortable for whatever I post. If I post something, just post it right, you know. Don't post something at 2 o'clock in the morning and expect people to see it. Yeah, or, you know, just just be realistic and be smart and strategic about certain things. And engagement will come over time and and realize what you're truly doing this uh, for. And uh, I know that we're getting towards the end of this podcast. I just want to say I think you're the only podcast that I've been on. I'm trying to remember right now. Have I been on anyone else's? No, I think you're the only one. Your podcast is the only one I've been on. So that's what's up. I, I hope. I, I'm, I want to reach I'm out. I'm honored, man. To honored I just to don't have be time to the do first it. podcast um, you've been on. But you reached sure out to me and last. I was just like, that was what's up. Like you just straightforward. And, and I was like, yeah, like, why not? Like I'm, I'm down. Like I, I really would like to, to do that. So. It was a really cool experience. I want everyone to go check out your podcast, 34, on Spotify, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Cast, on all the podcast networks out there. And any uh, podcast.
podcast networks out there that are looking to sign an independent person. <laughs> All the cast. Go get him. Go get him. Third floor. He's right there for the taking. He's hardworking. He puts in the time. He does great quality. He has a great camera. <laughs> he has a great mic. He has nice hats. He has good graphics. Like, come on now. Unless you're going to have to start your own label, you're going to start your own thing, man. <laughs> right on, man. Which I'm not unopposed to, man. Like, you know, I have this workflow that's set up. If I can set this up for more folks to either just like, because I know folks mm-hmm. are doing it, like setting up a podcasting studio where, you know, if you have an idea, you could just come into the studio, shoot your thing, and then boom, you have your content. That's not a bad idea. That's something that I would love to set up just to be able to like, you know, um, help other folks who who have either an idea or they know they can reach that audience or want to. Yeah, that's that's definitely that's the thing, man. Like I we were talking about trying to do too much um, and that. Yeah, my mind is always like, oh, that's a good idea. And it was just a bad and good thing, like being having that irrational confidence in yourself. Uh, that's. <laughs> that's one of the you things need that, that though uh, sometimes though, that I honestly have as far as, you need to have it you know trying you to gotta have it, it sometimes uh, and my, for me man, I, I, I know say. I needed it in uh, order to do certain things in my life and so it's not always a bad thing so just keep up with it I got one more thing for for you uh, specifically but also for any of your listeners who are creatives out there and this is not a plug for for what i'm about to say it's just that i think it's a great opportunity something that i'm going to be going for and there's multiple winners so that's why i think as many people that hear this and for yourself as well uh linktree has a has a passion grant fund where they're they, until I think July 17th or June 17th. I can't remember which date, but you just send in a 60 second pitch about what you're passionate about. And the first, there's six first place winners get 20,000. Um, and then it goes down from there. But yeah, there's multiple winners. If you have 60 seconds to do a pitch about what you're passionate about, what your project is, there's an opportunity. And I don't think they're the only one. After I seen that one, I was like, oh, I'm going to look out for other ones just to, you know, who knows? So, yeah, Passion Grant Fund. Same. At Linktree, even though it's not a plug. So I appreciate <laughs> coming on. Um, I wish I was getting I paid by that Linktree. I you had a good time not. on this. And everyone, anyone yeah, that yeah, listens yeah, to this, enjoys it, checks out your uh, podcast, your, your YouTube, your Instagram, your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, whatever you find it on again. I hope they really enjoy and listen, like thoroughly listen to what the questions that are getting asked, because I think that a lot of times we don't really pay attention to details. We're just going through the motions in life. And sometimes it takes a real good heart, like to really look hard at yourself in the mirror. You have to stop and just listen to what other people are saying. And you might learn something about yourself or life there's always something to be learned in this world and it's never ending so i appreciate what you do and what you stand for and the type of person you are and the type of podcaster that you're becoming hopefully one day i'll be able to talk to you you have your own your podcast studio and you're on your thousand episodes i wake up
flex I'm down that check No drip this what? Tell him run it up No sleep, no rest Might crash, might wreck But first I stretch Tell him run it up I wake up flex I'm down that check No drip this what? Tell him run it up No sleep, no rest Might crash, might wreck But first I stretch Tell him run it up Now that the tan through my hands I'm by my lonely Turn to a savage, now my baby wants to hold me I love my fans, don't need no friends, I got my homies Thought I could trust you, I find out you tried to zone me I'm number one up on that court, I'm Nick McGrady The first one in, the last one out, can't call me lazy Put in my hours, send the invoice and they pay me I need six rings like MJ and Tom Brady I wake up, flex, thumb down that check, no drip this, tell him run it up, no sleep, no rest, might crash, might wreck, but first I stretch, tell him run it up, I wake up, flex, thumb down that check, no drip this, tell him run it up, no sleep, no rest, might crash, might wreck, but first I stretch, tell him run it up, y'all gon' make me take that trip way out to Europe, Call up Niger here, come through in a hurry Those London boys don't come to play, you should get worried One false move, find yourself, they getting buried Dance with the devil, used to love playing those games Made some bad decisions that brought my mama pain I made a promise to her, swore that I would change I'm on the come up, bet I live up to my name I wake up, flex, I'm down that check No drip, this, tell them run it up no sleep, no rest, might crash, might wreck, but first I stretch, tell him run it up, I wake up, flex, thumb down that check, no drip this, tell him run it up, no sleep, no rest, might crash, might wreck, but first I stretch, tell him run it up.